Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Alex Campbell, and today I am joined by my sparkliest in the sun friend, Courtney Navarro. Thank you so much for being on here. Thank you for having me of on course. here. Of course. We are actually recording in Courtney's house because she has a new bebe Ooh. who is sleeping right now. So if at any point you hear any screaming, it it's is the, it's, <laughs> it's my existential crisis. Is the baby. Yes. <laughs> He's on a tight schedule. Correct. Um, so today I wanted to talk about something that takes me back a lot. Oh, a long gosh. ways Those for aunts. for many reasons. And we are talking the Twilight Saga, baby. Mm. Um, so we're going to be discussing our overall thoughts on the books, the movies, its impact on pop culture, the recent Twilight Renaissance of 2021. Absolutely. And talking about whose team we are on, both back in the day and now. Many feelings. Courtney is sipping her iced coffee. So if that is something that you would be interested in listening to, please consider following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as our social medias. All of that will be linked down below in the show notes. And I will also be leaving Courtney's information so you can give her a shout out or send her hate mail, whatever. Do what you want. I'm rarely on Twitter anyway. You're not wrong. (laughs) All right. So like the Twilight Saga, let's talk about it. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about was our overall thoughts. Now, this is just kind of like where you stand with Twilight. <laughs> Do you love it? Do you hate it? Go. <laughs> um. Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can safely say that I love Twilight, but not because I genuinely like the story. I yeah. like the ridicule behind it. I like the Twilight slander. I like picking apart everything because I have nothing better to do with my life. Correct. So um, let's go back to when you got into Twilight. Did you get into it with the books, the movies? Walk me through that. It was March of 2007. (laughs) I was in my third period class when my friend came up to me and said, hey, there's this book I want you to read. And I looked at her and I said, this book looks stupid. And she goes, shh, trust me. The third book's coming out this the end of this year. You gotta read this. Jesus Christ. Took a hold of my whole Wait, fucking what, life. Wait, what grade were you? What grade I was in the seventh grade. Okay, so that's not far off. I was in eighth grade when that happened. That's so funny. No, wait, you were, because you're a year ahead of me, right? No. I was in the seventh grade. No, but I'm saying, like, what year, like, was it? Like 2007, March. Oh, wait, so wait, I might have already... Yeah, I think that was when yeah. I was in eighth grade shit experiences shit at the same time <laughs> so okay did you because obviously the movies didn't come out until 2008 yeah because they remember, were in production yes i remember it premiered when i was in high school already mm-hmm. so we were reading the books around the same time correct so were you like did you was it like a gradual like or like did you read it and you're like oh. i became a stan I finished both of the books by the end of that week and then begged my mom to buy me Eclipse, which since it was the first edition that came out, Mm -hmm. it came with those stupid tattoos. Oh my God. (laughs) I thought, I thought I was so fucking cool. I legit went into the girls bathroom in the cafeteria at my school and my friends put the team edward <gasps> sticker on my back lower back because tramp stamps were cool back oh then. my god early 2000s and or no that was like mid 2000s yeah yeah so if that tells you any indication wow literally any j14 
pop um, tiger beat tiger beat pictures oh. of any of the three i remember that was all over my walls oh my god and i was literally living on stephanie meyer's website for updates on the books or the movies 100 percent. yeah i was very similar i was in my language arts class it was miss schneider's class i think it was seventh period i know um (laughs) nobody liked her um no but like i remember someone told me because again it was the language arts class someone mentioned twilight and like that was before vampires were a thing Mm-hmm. So that I didn't have like we didn't have like the Vampire Diaries true but we there like there wasn't that because Twilight was essentially the one that started the vampire craze. So I remember reading the books and I was like, all right, I can get into this. This is pretty cool. And I think also with me being a huge like Disney person, the whole like fantastical element was yes. definitely catered towards me. Granted, Disney has never done anything like this but nope. i guess well, you know vampirina you right no but she came listen she she came after that. twilight well y'all but it was during the renaissance esh era you're not wrong um so yeah so let's talk about with the movies so were you like one of those people that you were there at midnight watching those movies because i 100 percent was only for new moon Really? Only for New Moon. Oh my god. Yes, it was it was awesome because I went with my sister mm-hmm. and at her local because it was up in Jacksonville, at her local theater, they actually had wolves from a sanctuary what? nearby. Yes. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. They had wolves the from fuck? a sanctuary nearby and I actually donated like a dollar and they gave me one of those like live strong bracelets that had their yeah. sanctuary on it. Oh my, my dad still wears that to this day. Are you serious? Dead serious. Wow. They were so pretty. I wanted to pet them, but no. See, that's on a different level because I was just going to say because like my local movie theater, I remember I went with like a bunch of my little like eighth grade friends, like, you know, middle school was like the place to be. And I remember my movie theater, it was, like, because that was, like, the spot where everyone, like, all, like, the middle and high schoolers went, like, on a Friday night out. And I remember everything was sold out. Like, if you had not gotten your tickets, like, weeks prior, like, you were not watching that. Mm -mm. And it was, like, we all went in and watched it. And then we all, like, sat in the parking lot for, like, ever just talking about everything we had digest thinking that we had seen like the fucking like the most amazing best picture and anim- like, like everything like see i what? had the complete opposite really experience. oh my god Girl, you don't understand okay first off i didn't see the first movie at midnight because my parents are old like their bedtime's eight okay yeah. there was no way i was gonna get my mom to come with me and no <laughs> way my dad was gonna go but anyway so when i finally did get to go see the movie being an avid fan of the books mm-hmm. i was v upset i was v upset because that whole say it scene oh my god that doesn't exist there are a lot of differences I yeah know, that is literally the the twilight equivalent of did you put your name in the cup of fire <laughs> literal oh my god that's a great that's a great analogy it is literally the exact same thing oh so after i watched the movie i literally went to the ticket kiosk and i said i want my fucking money back because really? this it was that bad oh my god and the, the teenager that was running the thing was like yeah the movie stinks and I'm like, oh my god, this is awful. How dare they ruin this book I love. I think, no, I mean, I definitely think that there were, it was definitely divided. There were some of us that were like, like me, that I was so like, 
blinded by like the, the the beautiful vampires and like I think I think when you get swept up in like what they call like the cultural phenomenon it's just you kind of like turn to blind you turn a blind eye to a lot of things and then there were others like you where you really wanted to try to stick to the source material I had my pitchfork ready a hundred percent yeah and like when they messed something up like you were ready to to throw hands oh, I was ready to throw hands oh. absolutely but, you know, I think that <laughs> um, one thing that we can all agree on is that it did make an impact in a oh, lot of yes. ways. So that's going to be, we're going to segue into that over yes. here. So um, I know we're talking, I know a lot of it's going to be mostly like Twilight, but I do want to incorporate all the movies as well. Mm. Do you think that Twilight paved the way for a lot of things in pop culture? If so, what are they? Well, it definitely started the vampire craze, like you yeah. said. Like, True Blood was already its own series of books by Charlene Harris. It was already almost completed, if not fully completed. Mm-hmm. But because Twilight was so big and they were looking for something for a more adult audience, they made True Blood, mm-hmm. like the series. I'm pretty sure Vampire Diaries came in either within that same year that Twilight came out or the year after. Mm-hmm. It was really close because I remember watching it on, like, well, you the know, CW. <laughs> you know Hollywood. They all in on each other's stuff. Like, ooh, we have this movie that we think it's going to blow up. I mm-hmm. think what, yeah, what everyone tries to do is that, like, they, I guess teenage vampires were, like, and, like, they're you know, love triangles and all that. I think that was, like, the central focus. And then everyone tries to make their own spin. Like, True Blood obviously caters to a more adult audience whereas like vampire diaries is still for mm-hmm. teenagers but it's sort of like darker in a lot of ways oh, yes. it's definitely gorier i never did get to watch vampire diaries i watched i watched it pretty religiously for the first few seasons um but then elena gilbert became like that what is it oh, what's like that trope like where it's like there, sorry. The best way I can describe it is that there is um a race of vampires within the thing called the originals. Like they were the original vampires. Old as dirt. Got it. Correct. Yeah. Um. But in like you know sexy British bodies, obviously. Like you know. But the the part that I the scene that I watched that made me turn off from Vampire Diaries was um Elena like you know she's the central character essentially helpless everything she's a very what is it reactionary character she doesn't like do a lot yeah and there was a scene where they're like the the main original guy's name is Klaus Michelson and they're like yeah he's coming for you Elena because you're the 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 the, the something or another and she literally goes so the oldest vampire in the history of time is coming for me and I was okay. like, that's it. Like, you that's, know what I'm talking about? That is about? so Slicky Stackhouse energy. No, and I yeah, like, it's I that trope. I don't know what it's called, but it's like, everything happens to her. Everything is because of her. She's the main character. Yeah, the main, yeah, essentially. Like, oh, and so that's that's what did it for me for The Vampire it's Diaries. It's main character energy. There it's very much main energy. Uh, main. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Here, iced I coffee, iced coffee. I need it. Coffee. Give me a sip. I told you. Oh, it's good. Okay. So... Obviously, it paved the way for all of the vampire-esque um, movies and all the content, essentially. Mm-hmm. But the actual actors, that propelled them. Mm. And one thing I want to talk about is how much Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart hated being in, their, in, in those movies. Oh, yes. 
it is like I it's on another level because like as someone as a little teeny bopper I'm like oh my god this is like the greatest piece of like cinematic <laughs> like I've, I've ever seen and the main character is like outwardly saying in interviews oh yeah this was like I hated this I you know this is not like cinematic or anything this is just stupid I think he literally only did it because they said he could do a song really yeah okay yeah like they literally he did a song for the movie and that was one of the reasons why he agreed to do it I remember I was watching an interview with him this is like just like a side tangent I was watching an interview with him and he was he was uh he was telling a story about like a like a press thing that he had gone to where he was meeting fans and everyone is like showing him like twilight posters all of these things like for him to like autograph and he says there was one girl that came up to him with a copy of the goblet of fire and he he said that he literally was so stunned and just like I was like, yo, that girl, she really doing the most, and I'm here for that. She out here doing the Lord's work. Literally. He's like, he, he'd be sending the same fucking, like, Twilight cover poster thing or whatever, and then this girl comes up with, like, chapter whatever of, like, Goblet of Fire. See, when the movie first came out, and I saw how Robert Pattinson did it, I hated it so much, because, spoiler alert, I was Team Edward. Um, <laughs> so, like, in my mind he wasn't like the way he was at all mm-hmm. however flash forward to now he did it right all along i mean edward oh, is problematic there mm, there and we're gonna get into that <laughs> gaslight much listen that no, it, i don't have enough coffee for this <laughs> gotta sip that coffee okay so okay is there anything else that you want to contribute as far as like the influence on the pop oh, on pop culture it it's i believe it was, I think it was Justin Bieber, but Twilight was, like, right there at that time. Yeah. So, it was, it started that culture of love to hate. Yes. So, like, Justin Bieber, like, freaking Nickelback. Oh, my. Anything, <laughs> yeah. When I think Yo. of Nickelback, I just think of Vine. Listen. Look at this crap. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, but I definitely do that. I remember that it being a thing, but I think I was still so much on the bandwagon that I was like, these are all haters. They don't understand. Girl, I, and now I'm like the number one hater. <laughs> I literally have photographic evidence of me during the, I think it was the 2009 uh, Video Music Awards. Or it was some MTV. Is it, is it the best case? No, the MTV Movie Awards. Uh-huh. And it's literally me holding up my copy, DVD copy of Twilight, ready to throw it at the TV if Twilight won an award. I have photographic evidence that I will show you later. I just, it's one of those things where, like, it wasn't, I, I think pretty early on to the whole Twilight thing when the other movies started coming out, it was pretty quickly that I started realizing, no, this is actually garbage. I think it was right around, I think it was like that sweet spot between New Moon and Eclipse when mm, movie-wise. I would love the sweet spot. The sweet spot. And I was like, and I, I remember I was like, this acting is like not good. <laughs> and I remember, no, and I remember like watching, you know, like the VMA, or not not VMAs, like the whatever. The like, MTV Movie Awards. The Movie Awards, yeah. And all those other award shows um, catered more towards like young, like a younger audience, like the Teen Choice Awards and stuff. And they were, like, nominated for, like, I don't know, like, best love story, best yeah. couple, and all that. And I was like, but how? Like, they're, like, so awkward, and, like, they don't, they're not, like, they talk about how, like, the chemistry that they had. I don't fucking see it, to be honest. Like, 
It looks very awkward. They don't look like they have chemistry together. Maybe like the actors themselves with their awkwardness, like maybe they're like fucking quirky or like whatever the fuck, but like I don't personally see it. It might have also been um, them off screen, that chemistry. Yeah. Because Robert and Kristen, you know, in the beginning, <laughs> they were together. I, you're not but, wrong. But I really, I honestly didn't understand the obsession with the movies. Yeah. Because, again, there for me, none of the nuances were there. Literally, whatever little personality Bella had in the books yeah. was completely erased. 100%. Her sassiness, her um, inner monologues, my God. But, you know, I think, like, also, like, how you had said that it was, like, kind of the start in, like, pop culture for the like love, love to hate, to hate. Yeah. but also I think that was sort of the start of the like real fandoms if that makes sense mm. because back then we didn't have like the fandoms of like the MCU obviously there were like fans what Tumblr Tumblr Tumblr, Tumblr oh my god started up. how did I oh not even god. think of this <laughs> the Tumblr yeah it was very much like it was 2008 yeah um yeah i remember i made my tumblr account in 2009 when i was a freshman in high school i believe so same it was something like that i'm going to look up when tumblr started i'm pretty sure it was like between 07 and 09 if i'm not mistaken but yeah like it was 2007 there you go (laughs) and i think that yeah because like obviously tumblr was a couple years old and that's when everyone started getting into the fandoms and i don't know if you remember this oh yes there was whenever i like followed like certain things like Twilight or whatever, like, I was really big into Teen Wolf back then. I remember there was a Tumblr page for everything you could think of, but the beginning of, like, the, I guess the URL or whatever, like, your little handle name was Fuck Yeah. So, like, I remember I followed, no, yeah, like, I literally followed a Tumblr account that was, like, Fuck Yeah Team Edward. And it was, like, literally for everything. And I think, yeah, like, that's what I mean by, like, the very like fangirly i think maybe that's the better way of describing it um that's when that started i think that also paved the way for like every other like young the young adult like you know the ya YA adaptations and oh my god girl there have been so many jesus christ there's so much to unpack we have so much to think (laughs) for twilight honestly all right just because she had a dream (laughs) literal jesus christ it was a dream all right, so, uh, so let's talk now about um the actual our 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 thoughts on each individual book slash movie. So we're gonna cut it here, and then we're gonna come back in a second for our thoughts on that. All right, so now let's talk about the individual book slash movies. Um, we are going to be clumping Breaking Dawn parts one and two into one because there was only one book. Mm-hmm. Um. I just want to give a really quick disclaimer. Yes, I have read all of the books. Oof, mm. There was a point where I owned all those fuckers, hard co- hardcover and everything. But it has been years since I have read the books. Because until the Twilight Renaissance, I really had not given them much thought besides mm. an occasional meme or two that came across my um, timeline or something. So de- uh, Courtney is definitely more of the expert yes. as far as the books. Um, but you know, I will also be contributing as well. Of course. So I know you have notes. Oh, Do I you, have. Oh, girl. Did you already have them memorized? <sighs> there we go. We have. <laughs> Can you tell this is the perfect like? 
end joke. Girl, I literally reread the books the second I heard Midnight Sun was coming out. Jesus Christ. And then... And we can, we can give Midnight Sun some honorary mentions. Girl, we have to. You're not wrong. We have All right, to. so let's talk about Twilight. Mm. So... Mm, the one that started it all. <laughs> um, the, can I just say that watching... Um, cause when they came back on Netflix, um, over the summer, uh, Ian and I definitely rewatched them obviously oh. as you all do, but I remember watching them back to back and just seeing like the visual, like, like, like when you look at Twilight, how it's all balloon t- blue tinted, that iconic blue tint, the iconic blue tint, like that opening scene in the mountains and shit. And then watching all of the other movies it's honest. You could honestly say that Twilight is its own, like it's a standalone movie. Oh, yeah. Whereas the other ones, they're definitely following the storyline. Yes, and I definitely think that like, no matter what happened as far as like the, I don't know, like the the public's perception of like the movie, we were always gonna get all the other movies. But I think that it's important that Twilight is so distinct in its own way that it really could just stand alone. It's probably the one that I have seen the most out of all of them. New Moon is the least. <laughs> New Moon is my least favorite. Uh-huh. It's actually become I've actually grown to love New Moon more with rereading and rewatching, but we'll get into that one yeah. later. So um Twilight. Twilight please start oh god okay first off the book literally held me in a vice grip like as a small child this is how love's supposed to be literally wrong that's why i got so mad at robert pattinson's performance gaslighting freaking not caring in the world which he did it right all along again because mm, that is not what we're supposed to be having but i digress that's personal opinion but as far as, like, the movie goes, I feel like Catherine Hardwick took the little bit of camp that was in the movie and fucking bumped it up to oh, 50 million. 100%. Like, hang on tight, spider monkey, Emmett's eggs. Why? Like, Why? Like, literally. Oh, God. I remember I had, like, a movie poster of all of the Collins in the cafeteria scene, and Emmett is just there on, like on the far side just with a bag of hard of eggs i don't yeah. understand or it the child in the volleyball scene the what there is a small child that runs through the high school gymnasium are you serious i'm not sure i've never you. i will show you later okay because that's so <laughs> you, funny you're gonna get demonetized if you plan. <laughs> thank god we're not making money we're not even <laughs> It's my day off. <laughs> For real. But yes, there um, is a child that runs through in that, where she meets Mike Newton. I love that. It's amazing. Speaking of Mike, that one is... <laughs> okay, so Courtney earlier, when we were talking about this when I first got to her house, she told me about... Or no, she reminded me of an iconic line from the movie, and I fucking lost it. Are you like in the rain, girl? <laughs> Legit, with the hand when you and you have to I, make like, sure you're flipping the hat. Oh my! You're flipping God. the hat on it. <laughs> no, but I remember rewatching the movies, um, you know, the, a couple months ago, and I was like, "How is it that everybody else is my favorite, but not like the central like people?" Like I thought Eric was hilarious. I thought Mike was hilarious, but like just I think just in comparison to the dull 
monotone, lifeless energy that everyone else is giving off. But see, here's the thing. That's why I hated the movies. Because in the book, mm-hmm. Bella is sassy. She literally has opinions. She has a fucking job. At Mike's, Mike's family's hardware store, right? She literally had a job so that she could pay for her own way. She cooks. I she remember. She knows how to cook. She would always cook Charlie meals. Yeah. She literally took care of the house. She... It, they really em- did not play on the angle that she was the caretaker for her own she, No, I mean, like, definitely, I think that in the movies, they definitely sort of, like, um, try to stay more in line of, she's a very, like, plain Jane. You know what I mean? She's just, she's a very reactionary character. But I like that in the books, again, she's very independent. She has a job. She, you know, she takes care of the household and I was like I feel like it's it did such a disservice to her character in the movies because you only ever see them eating at the diner yeah every week or every day or you know however long mm-hmm. and it's just she just always has like money for everything mm-hmm. I always thought it was so funny it's just like and also they literally took like the timeline of Twilight in itself is already so short yeah they literally took that that already short timeline and made it all into a fucking day. Like, the whole... The truck scene where he pushes the truck off, that was a week after they first met. Yeah. That was a week after they started talking to each other, Mm -hmm. okay? All of Twilight, all of Twilight, from Twilight to fucking Breaking Dawn, Mm -hmm. takes place in less than two years. Yeah. Two Two years. years. Not even two years. Twilight Talk taught me that because she did an entire thing on the timeline of Twilight, and it is terrifying when you think about how quickly they fell in love yeah air quotes and i think there's also i think uh, i think when you're edward that you're like your life is kind of you kind of live on extremes like i'm trying to explain i'm trying to like see so like he's obviously been around for like a hundred plus years Mm -hmm. he has a very you know specific lifestyle so i think that when someone came along and that was, like, the only person he's ever showed affection for. And, like, likewise, but, like, they took that and they fucking ran with it. That's true. But in the films, you don't get to see any of their conversations. Yeah. You don't even see them talk about the meadow until New Moon. Yeah. Which, she, even in the movie, she still doesn't mention that it's the meadow. Yeah. It is just, I know somewhere where I can see him and then you see a barren meadow and that's it. You don't, you don't get any of the nuance of their conversation, of the first time she rode with him. Their first kiss, completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, she wasn't in her panties. No, she... Uh, it, was uh, in, it was in the forest. She couldn't control herself, and he had to throw her off him, him and yell at her. Like, what? Not... Stop! I had better control than I thought. Oh my God. Shut up! Shut up! And I can't believe that looking back at like my what was I like fifteen year old self, thinking that that was like some hot and heavy shit. Like what the fuck? I mean, honestly, for teenagers, it was. She was in her underwear. I mean, it was boy shorts, but still. Oh, but that's but like she's supposed to be depicting like what like a seventeen year old girl. Like that's not no. I don't like that. That's gross. That's true. I honestly think. The, the film itself would have been better if we just had at least Bella's internal monologue. Yeah. Like, if we had just some... Because we like, had it at some points. Yeah. But, like, throughout 
we should have had the, yeah they shouldn't have just picked they, they should they, they i mean I, they can't just like pick and choose it. like if you're gonna do it you might as well run the whole thing correct because they did it a few pieces in the middle and definitely the beginning and end did you did you ever watch the 50 sheets movies or read those books did you Girl, ever sitting right there oh my god no but did you as you were like reading the books or watching the movies did you pick up on little things that like were oh that it was nothing twilight but, it was nothing but twilight yeah. fiction oh yeah. absolutely 100 percent like, but I think that everyone knows it's that now. A dumpy girl who works she, at a hardware store. Works at a hardware store. Doesn't think she's gonna get by with anything. Eccentric mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about the parents real quick. So Renee, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I think because I'm getting to the age where you know I'm 27 now. Mm-hmm. Ian and I want to start having kids. You know, in a little bit. And you're, you obviously are a new mother. Yes. Could you ever, like, imagine doing that to your child? Like, like yes, I understand, you know, maybe she was in a really bad place mentally. But, like, I just, I, I don't know, like, yeah. I don't know how, I don't know. what, what I don't know how that would really pan out I now in real think, life. Oof. Goodness. So, what I think is... That's part of that Mormon eye. Yeah. See, the single mother who left her husband to go live her own life, mm-hmm. she is a horrible mother. Oh my God. It is Stephanie, again, painting women who want to have their own life outside of having a child yeah. as horrible people. That's so funny. I never yep. thought of it that way. I only recently started that because I also was on the chugga 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 choo choo yeah. Renee hate train yeah. because God, she was an awful mother. But that's only because that's how that, Stephanie that's how she, made she, her. That's how they painted her. Exactly. That's the reason why the I'm, movies literally saved her. No, yeah, because I think that also, like, if you took the time, like, if, if, if Stephanie took the time to give a little bit more of a backstory, maybe giving a flashback of, you know, Renee having her, you know, Lady Diana, like, crying in the bathroom, like, no one understands me, like, I'm in, I'm in a horrible place, and I'm not saying that the two are, like, the same, that obviously, Charlie seemed like he was a good father, and, like, I, I think it was just the circumstance that, like, they just wanted different things in life, and instead of them picturing it as, like, she left, all these but- things... It could have just been, like, we're obviously going in two different... Like, we're in two different places in our lives. I want different things. And this can be amicable. You know the reason she left, right? I know because she was, like, tired of, like, the Forks life. And you know the reason he wouldn't go. Because he wanted the Forks life. No. It's because he had to take care of his mother. I don't remember that. Yeah, she was sick. I don't remember that. Yeah, she was sick and she was dying. And so he had to take care of her and everything. I think it was his mother or his grandmother. Cannot remember for sure. But that's the whole reason he was staying. And she was like, run away with me. And he goes, I can't leave her. I don't remember yes. that. Holy shit. That's why I have you here. What the hell? Like, that's why this portrayal of Stephanie, not that Stephanie made, is just awful. Listen, I'm jumping onto the Stephanie Myers hate bandwagon. You're, I know you're you're driving the train, but I'm, I'm jumping. Choo choo choo, motherfucker! All right, so let's get started on New Moon. All right, so we had to take a little bit of a break mm. because bebe bebe. Um, so if you hear any whining in the back, that's what it is because we do have the He's door. He's finding open. his voice. Correct, and I've said repeatedly, quiet on set. He don't listen. He's very difficult right now. So let's pick up uh, on New Moon. Mm. 
Oh, she is. That is where I definitely started to pull back a little. See, it's, I honestly view New Moon as the one of the few things Stephanie Meyer did right. Okay. Which was the um, perception of mental illness. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, I think just with that whole scene... With, oh, yeah. you know, all the, the time passing when when they all left. I just feel like... I can't think of anything but that damn song. It's just like, oh... Like, okay, listen. I think we've all experienced heartbreak in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I obviously... I Like, I have. But I never was like... I don't know. Like, okay, it's weird. Maybe it's because she's a teenager, doesn't really have a lot going on and stuff. But, like, for a lot of us, we kind of just have to pick ourselves up and, like, we got to get back to work. We got to get back to whatever we're doing. Yes. But if you already, like, she already has mental illness brewing underneath the surface. Like, she has an unattentive mother, a distant father, not by his choice. Yeah. But... So she's already had to learn to pick up her bootstraps from a very young age and literally had to get a job to take care of her mother. Yeah. So if you already have that brewing and then finally you find somebody you can just be yourself with, you don't have to take care of them. They can take care of themselves and you want to just be with them because you don't have to care for them. Yeah. And then gone. Yeah. Erases every trace of him that ever existed to the mm-hmm. point where she literally had to go to their meadow just to try and find him again. Mm-hmm. Like, do, do you think that, okay, so let's, okay, I just want to put the scenario of let's say that Edward and the Collins never came back. What if that truly was the last that she ever saw? How long do you think she it would be for her to be okay at least seemingly okay because i feel like she would always have that void but also like do you think that she would be able to go i mean i don't think she could ever go back to like a normal life quote unquote Mm -hmm. only because you now know that vampires exist and like werewolves and all that shit so obviously the normal the going back to a normal life is kind of out of the question Mm -hmm. but do you think that she could ever try to get some semblance of you know, we're just going to go to school, then we're going to go to work, and we're, you know... that's the thing. In the movies, they portrayed it as her literally just not doing anything. Like, she just sat there doing nothing. But no, she went to school, she made her food, she went to work, she went home, she did her homework. She was, for all intents and purposes, doing what she needed to do. Okay, so wait, maybe, maybe I worded that... Not she was correctly. A ghost. Yes. So she was just, uh, just a fractured person. But like, when do you think, or at what point, or could she ever go back to being, just like, back to Bella, pre Edward? I don't think she ever could. Yeah. To be honest, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if they had never come back at all, it would have. She would have just ended up with Jacob. That's what would have happened because Mm -hmm. that was her other crutch because of regurgitation, you know, (laughs) that was her other crutch. So it's, it's honestly going to end up with her being with Jacob and then, you know, Renaissance Fair would have just come out and then 
uh, I was going to say Taylor, (laughs) Jacob would have imprinted on her and then it would have actually given way to that storyline that imprinting doesn't have to be romantic. Oh. That is, oh my God. That is, mm -mm. quiet on set, bitch. (laughs) That was too loud. Speaking of which, I want to talk about a character that is for a little while in in, um, New Moon, but mostly in Twilight. Mm. Let's talk about Laurent and just the aspect of Stephanie Myers did not but it did, did not believe that there should be vampires of color. Mm. Um, for those that do not know, she, you know, only said that she said that all vampires, the venom in their system is what causes them to turn like very pale. So if there was a a very dark skinned Van- like a human that turned into a vampire the venom would cause like the pigments in their skin to i guess whiten shush <laughs> he feels some type of way about it mm. and that um they would only end up looking very like i guess like a light tan like she has said all of this yeah um and so for those that don't know the reason why um eddie Gethegi, Githedgy? I feel like girl that's, that's on your own. Any, sorry, um, my IMDb brain. Yeah, the the actor that plays Laurent is obviously um dark skinned, and that is because of the director uh, Catherine Hardwig. Yes, who she was very much. She really wanted representation, mm-hmm. um, and which is exactly why Eric and Tyler were people of color. Correct. Yes, because um, they were supposed to be white. Yes, mm. and so I think that. Yes, good on the director for making those suggestions, but also I can't believe that it took the director to put their foot down when it should have been the author. And she could have very well left it racially ambiguous. No, she specifically. No, 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 I know that. But like, but I feel like she could have done that. So then that way it could have, you know, any director or casting director or whatever, they could have casted whoever was just good for the job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And that racism of it all is mm. not a good look on oh, her. Oh, and it's not even the... That doesn't even scratch the surface <laughs> of the racism. You gotta talk about the quilutes. Mm. Oh, my God. Here, I think you are probably best. Girl, why? Why? Oh, God. Okay. We'll give we, the, we, the the Spark Notes version. Okay, How about Spark, that? No, Spark Notes. Um, <laughs> go to movetohigherground.com if you want more oh information. Because literally the Quillot Tribe and Burke Museum teamed up together to make a website to go over. They call it Twilight versus Truth or <laughs> Truth versus Twilight. That's when you know it's bad. Yo, because there's a reason that when fans go to Forks and they want to go to the reservation, they're not allowed. Yep. They're not allowed past the push. Yeah. That's the only place they're allowed to go because of the inherent racism in Twilight. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. The only characters of, co- of color that we have are portrayed as savages, as animalistic. Yeah. Like, because, because again, I, I like, and again, I, I don't know the full extent of the history of the, of, you know, um, the, oh my God, I'm sorry, the tribe. Mm-hmm. But I do remember hearing that that it's like Stephanie is the one that created the 
um, werewolf and shapeshifter, all of that aspect into it. And I can absolutely see them being very upset that that she is essentially rewriting their history, mm-hmm. not for them, but to the masses of people that have no idea what it's really about. And when you when your only association with that tribe is Twilight, very impressionable people that don't think critically are going to think, oh, wow, yeah, they really do derive from werewolves and not they t- do the... Exactly, but like it absolutely hurts them. And I think that Stephanie should have either gotten, I don't want to say like gotten like a sign off, but like maybe worked with them because it could have been a really good opportunity for them to share their history to garner more awareness and support for them in a way that wouldn't be exploiting them or at least telling the correct um history behind it and i can understand for the sake of like the story that they wanted the werewolf element off but there's a there's so much history with lycanthropy and werewolves that derive from all different kinds of cultures not just native american and it's really sad that she kind of chose them she basically just said hmm what's a native uh tribe that's in the area oh look there we go i'm just gonna create an entire storyline that i want to create based off of this tribe that i know nothing about yeah because again she could have easily you know maybe if she wanted to look in the area she could have easily just come up with her own. Maybe it started as, like, a, a family living in Forks from a Western European country that had a history with lycanthropy. Like, it could have been anything. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she chose this route mm-hmm. just grinds my also, gears. I, I've misspoke. Move to Higher Ground is actually the Quillette's um, website. And about talking about their mission and vision, there's a separate website called Truth versus Twilight. Okay. Um, done by the Burke Museum. Okay, it is good. in partnership with the Quillettes, but mm-hmm. it is a separate entity. Mm-hmm. And you can donate to the Quillettes on their Move to Higher Ground um, website. Yeah, and I will go ahead and I'll leave that website as well linked for the show notes so you guys can mm-hmm. um, obviously, you know, educate yourselves if you want to learn more about it and support them. Yeah, but the reason it's so jarring to see how she treats this tribe it's a it's a real tribe it's not like she made it up it is a real tribe of real people with a real until this day they're still dealing with the consequences correct and the ramifications of her actions but she would always like kind of sexualize their russet skin yeah and would just make them seem lesser than the cullens the perfect cullens oh yeah no of course like disgusting Mm. all right so (laughs) okay moving on to something else a new all right yeah Mm. um let's try it let's talk over one more topic or one more i got you i got one really hot take (laughs) let's talk about the sexualization of a child taylor lautner was 17 in new moon oh my gosh and i i heard this um I don't remember if it was an article that I read or uh, maybe I listened to a video, but I remember that they originally wanted to cast, they wanted to recast his character to someone that was like six foot seven and like, you know, um, but Taylor was very committed to staying in that role. That's why he did bulk, like bulk up and gain a lot of muscle Mm -hmm. because, you know, so I think, I think he's only like five foot seven, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. 
also, just to go back to the Quillettes real quick, J- Taylor Lautner is white. Yeah. You would Come, never know. I, you would never know, but, like, that's great. Mm. Mm, you know what? I'm not even going to get into the whole trying to, yeah. like... But if, I just if, wanted to, like, go back to that for a second, and now yeah. let's get back to the sexualization yeah. of the child. Correct, yeah. He, and, like, and I feel for him, and obviously the pressure of, like, men, you know, like, again, it's not just women. It does happen, I guess, I would say more often to women, the sexualization. But at the end of the day, he was only 17 years old. And can you imagine just trying to bulk up and like? Sorry, you wanted to say something? No, no. I was gonna say Shark Boy and Lava Girl came out two years before New Moon. Wait, Think are you serious? Dead. Hold on. Why do I feel like I watched that years prior? Shark um, Boy and Lava Girl. You keep yes, talking. Yeah. Keep talking. While, while while you're googling that, um, yeah, it's definitely something that is not talked about. It's you know men feeling the pressure to look a certain way, especially when it's a character that's you know, described as, you know, being very muscular, very looking some type Excuse of way. Me, four years. Four years ago. But still four years is he he He's went a through child. he went through puberty. Mm. Oh my god. Oh I feel so nasty talking about that. That's so mm-hmm. gross. Yes. Um so yeah, so overall New Moon is just not my favorite for a multitude of reasons. I honestly the first part of New Moon before Jacob turns, I like it because it shows the um the mental health side of bella it shows the friendship that bella and jacob had like as just people and then the second the second he became turned yeah they ruined him they completely ruined jacob i do want to talk about a major part of new moon as well is let's talk about the vulturi because yeah that's a lot um I love Michael Sheen so much. <laughs> I'm obsessed with him. Um, so obviously, Alice has a vision of Bella jumping off the cliff. It's she said on, yeet. She, she yeeted herself off there. Um, took that as she's killing herself. Edward saw, obviously, read Alice's mind. And that caused him to want to yeet himself um, from this earth. Actually, it was Alice who told Rose, and then Rose told Edward. Okay, well, I must have missed that part from the, well, is that, is that Ed, from the books. No, no, no. It was in the movie. Wait, are you? No, because Edward was in, in Brazil by himself. <sighs> the family was together, and then Rose decided to call Edward and tell him. Yeet. He fucking yeeted himself. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I just think it's so funny that it's not funny at all, but it's like. They leave. She wants to fucking die. She he thinks that she did. So he like yo. This is like some Romeo and Juliet. Like they are acting like Romeo and Juliet are like fucking couples goals. Like oh my gosh. Uh, oh wait, I just realized what the first part of that movie was. Oh my god, it was foreshadowing because they, they were watching Romeo and Juliet in class. <sighs> <gasps> disgusting god ew um so yeah but i i really did like what they did with the vulturi and i like that within their own world there is sort of like this hierarchy you know i don't know i i, I just thought it was very interesting Agreed. like um because again when you have a world like vampires that they do be doing some crazy shit it's nice that there is some sort of like a overseers mm-hmm. would do, do i think that they're very much corrupted and obviously working in their own self-interest absolutely absolutely um but yeah no and if you take the time to like read the backstory on a lot of those characters like for example interesting jane and alec what was his name yes yeah 
very interesting childhoods that they had and like Jane is literally a child mm-hmm. like she's literally like like she's like 14 mm-hmm. she's a kid um Dakota was too grown she thought she was grown and um while I love Dakota as an actress but I do think that she was too grown she was too grown yeah they made it seem like she was much older everybody in this movie was too grown oh my god what's oh, his name that was a truck that just went by <laughs> Hello, FedEx. Not <laughs> sponsored. Um, what's his name? The old one that finally. Oh, what's um, his name? Oh my God, that was Marcus. Yes, yes, I, Caius. Marcus is supposed to be like twenty something. I mm. and the only reason he's even alive is because Arrow literally has him by the nuts. I just love like yeah, like in breaking dawn when he's like finally it's like literally all of us <laughs> which, just which we will talk about that entire <laughs> fight scene in a minute oh my god yes Whew. um but i back quiet on set i said opinions, opinions. <laughs> yeah, he's very opinionated on twilight all right so i think we're good on new moon yes let's jump ship to eclipse all right now we are on eclipse mm. oh my god how many of these movies are there god damn too many all right Thoughts go. Um, forgettable. <laughs> Very much so. No, when we started this, I literally was like, wait, what happened in Eclipse? Victoria. Victoria. Oh, wait, yeah, because Riley. Victoria! <laughs> <laughs> he always so, said his name, her name so weird. Obviously, Victoria was recast mm, um, from, oh, what was her name? Rochelle or something? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. To Bryce Dallas Howard. A mistake. <laughs> But see, I like her as an actress. I think I, she was. I thought she was super wrong for Victoria. Correct. But I, I do like her. Um, because I feel like the first actress had like this like I don't know like ferocity to her. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And then I it look was just at, natural. Yeah, and then I look at I look at Bryce Dallas Howard, and I'm like, um, Merida, like Disney princess. Like, <laughs> like don't don't forget the iconic when she was like so mad when Edward was explaining James's death. <laughs> <laughs> It looked like she was taking a shit. <laughs> Live action Merida. Oh, oh my gosh. god. But yeah, for Eclipse, um, it's honestly very forgettable. Cannot it's forget very about the uh, Confederate so, in the room. Uh, the Confederate in there. I do like that they showed that, um, which is so ironic because, you know, he's a Confederate soldier and he falls for someone named Maria. Like, the, the, the irony of it all. <laughs> Um, I did like that little training montage. I thought that was funny. Um, so yeah, basically Victoria finally fucking wants to finally fucking do something, do something right. Um, they start a newborn army and I love how they make it seem that newborns are like the most powerful. They're strong. They're like indestructible, but this random they group. dumb but they dumb yeah they, they, dumb. they super dumb you were really dumb for, for real, real. <laughs> um wait i'm trying to think oh the the love triangle i think just kind of hits its peak you're marrying him <laughs> shut up <laughs> they're up in the tent they're trying to keep her warm i am hotter than you shut up i literally screamed in the theater. I was like, you need to leave! We, we didn't talk about the most iconic Jacob line. Oh, I'm not talking about him. Bella, where <laughs> the hell have you been, Loka? I... <gasps> oh my gosh, Ugh. I saw in the sewer somebody 
comment. Let somebody put a post in the sewer asking why. From TikTok, in case anyone. No, 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 from Facebook. Oh, is this Facebook? Yes, I thought, this was, I thought Facebook. it was TikTok. The... It's both. Oh, okay. But the Facebook group um, for the sewer, someone was writing saying, I don't get the joke of the where the hell have you been, Loka. Like, I don't <sighs> get it. Because. And you never will. No, 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 no. Because she watched it in Spanish in her native language. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> she didn't understand that it came straight from left field. I love so that. watching her have that realization live on Facebook was the oh, it was Ooh, so beautiful. Jesus. She goes, "Oh, now I get it. That's fucking yeah. weird." And then I'm just trying to think. Honestly, Eclipse is so boring. Talk about that ugly ass motherfucking ring girl yo what the fuck is that what so, you're gonna talk oh, bullshit. yeah it was it was uh, what's his face edward's mother's yeah. ring it was an heirloom because i'm like you gotta tell me that this fucking family that's got so much money you can't even get me like a fucking harry winston like what the fuck but see here's the thing it's supposed to be an heirloom bitch that is a modern ring correct mm-hmm I've seen all of these videos of people, like, talking about just, like, just the ring and, like, how it should have been designed. It's very interesting. It's a very hot take on, um, <laughs> online. For the sure. Ring. Um, can you like, think of anything else that goes on in this movie? Okay, girl. Um, oh, the entire sleepover that we missed with Alice. Oh, wait, that's right. Yeah, she had a whole sleepover Yo. doing her hair and nails and shit. And that's... That is how Rosalie told Bella her story. Oh wait, that's right. Oh shit, we not find this out. bullshit. We of... find out Rosalie's story. Can we? Can we have one fucking female character that doesn't have to have a traumatic backstory to yeah. be interesting? And can we talk about that they completely cut out Alice's backstory Ooh. in the movies? Um, she doesn't really show up in the books until Midnight or- Sun. I was like, say definitely, I mean, maybe... In the Illustrated Guide. Yeah, like, I know I've read about it, like, somewhere, but... In the Illustrated Guide. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, Alice gets sent to, like, a mental institution, yeah, by her father. Um, Actually, no. It was, uh, she went to the police telling them that he, her, her father was hiring somebody to kill her because she knew that he hired somebody to kill her mother. Oh, okay. So she went to the police and the police had her committed. I thought it was her father. But anyways, um, so yeah, they take her to an asylum. She's tortured, all that. Um, she knew James prior to, you know, the whole events of Twilight. And she also knew that she was going to meet Jasper. And she waited for him in like a fucking diner or something. A 1920-something. Something like that. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the backstory on Alice. I really, that's all I have to say about Eclipse, honestly. Oh yeah, it's no, because... The rest of that is just for Midnight Sun. Correct. All right, so we're going to wrap this portion up, and then we will finally finish off with fucking Breaking Dawn. Goddamn. This mm. is the hundredth time we've tried recording the Breaking Dawn portion. Mm-hmm. Oh, Feelings. Feelings. I hated it. <laughs> no. Um... Bella, why are you getting married at 18, having a kid? You literally said you didn't want to be like your mom, and here we are. Here we are. Being stuck to the ideals of a Mormon housewife. (laughs) Bruh. I'm over it. And I um, say that as a stay-at-home mom, okay? You're right. Um, What else happened? Ooh, let's talk about 
that epic fight scene. Oh, you mean that epic fight scene that actually never happened because the fucking ending of the book was so, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not shit. It's just, what a fucking waste of time. No, not necessarily. It's just because everything was just so tense. Like, you could tell, you could sense the tension in the book, whereas that would not come across in a movie. It was underwhelming. That's yeah, it. okay. It was underwhelming. We can of go with ending. that. Um, like, it was this build-up, 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 and then it was, ah, away with words. God is what we want. So, like, sitting in the theater, you know, watching the movie, and then all of a sudden, Carlisle's head is fucking ripped off, and it's like, what the fuck? Everybody loses their collective shit. Um, I want to talk about how they had brought on all of these new vampires from all over the world and even, you know, showcased some of their talents. I loved Remy Malek's little fucking avatar airbender, whatever the fuck. (laughs) His his (laughs) element bending ass. Yeah, no, it's a fucking (laughs) avatar shit. Um, and I just, oh, and then only for, listen, okay. We've tried recording this same bit multiple times. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm just kind of over Breaking Dawn at this point. Honestly. It's not even like the new... Can you lame yourself? <laughs> but I want to talk about like... People were pissed when they found out that that was a dream. Or not a dream, I'm sorry. It was a, it was a vision. Oh, yeah. The no, fucking... I... Like, people were like... No, see... Asking for, for fucking refunds and shit. Me... I was like, oh, okay, I mean, I guess it makes sense. The ending was kind of underwhelming. You had to do something, because you can't, you cannot cre- recreate that tension on screen that's supposed to be palpable from a book standpoint. And also, Alex, um, Stupid Mist was supposed to reach the shield. Like, in the movie, Aro stops him, but in the book, it was supposed yeah. to go over it. Oh my God. And I'm like, why'd you, why didn't you show that? Show exactly how fucking useless they are against her. Also, can we can we talk about how fucking badass Bella becomes? Like, she is pure bi-wife energy. Oh, my God. When she gets turned. Like, she is literally, she's finally coming into her own. She's like a goddamn flower. It's just like, I mean, I guess you could make the argument that, you know, maybe this is how her life was supposed to like play out like she was always supposed to turn into a vampire because anything prior to that she just didn't really she's Mm -hmm. just kind of like i don't know making her way through life and everything making her way downtown (laughs) walking very fast faces pass and she was inbound for that ice pp you know um that also sorry that also begs the question did she actually love Edward, or did she just want to turn? Ooh, mm. listen, there had there had listen, there had to have been some kind of a f- infatuation for this bitch to go fucking like psychotic, like like bordering a psychotic break in the second one. Yep. So, but it also could have been her mourning the loss of her chance to be immortal because she was obsessed with age. Remember, but even before Edward came along. I mean, I guess it, I think it could have affected her because, because her mom wasn't, because her mom wasn't, like, she didn't step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, Bella always felt when she was younger that she had to take care of her mom. She had to be the, 
the yeah, mother or she whatever. She resented her for that, though. No, no, I'm not saying that no for her specifically, but I feel like because of that, ha- because that happened, it forced her to, you know, have this fascination with AIDS that suddenly she's this teenager, but she's acting like a grown woman because she's having to take care of Charlie. She had to take care of her mom. She's having to balance all these things. So I think that's maybe where, like, her obsession with age stemmed from. And then only when she met Edward did that amplify, and that became, oh, but you're you're stuck at 17, and now I'm 18. I'm literally a year older than you, when in reality, Edward is, like, 109 or something. True. What the fuck? So. Yeah, but it just makes me wonder, like, how much of it was her love for him and how much she just wanted to be mortal. Like, Do you know... It, it, it makes me wonder, yes. Really, this is, like, a really quick, like, side um, side comment. Mm-hmm. I always found it funny that both uh, Edward Cullen mm-hmm. and Walt Disney mm-hmm. were both born in 1901 in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> that is the weirdest, like, con- uh, like I have always, like, oh, I, I always think about that. Whenever they talk about Edward's, like, backstory, I'm like, he was around the time the no. Walt Disney was. No, 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 no. You want to know what I think about every time? I think about the fact that poor Cedric Degory was <laughs> cut down in his time, and Degory. <laughs> and this is my son, this is my, my boy. boy. Oh jeez. Oh Listen, okay. Actually, having a son that that scene hurts, but you can't help but make fun yes. of that shit. Especially when you make it that easy for me. Come on. Especially when the, have you seen that video of like the band doesn't stop. <laughs> Sitting there openly sobbing and just. I can't wait when I do my Harry Potter one. That's good. Girl, I need to be there. I know. Okay, I've already like thought about this. If I when when I record a Harry Potter episode, that that shit's got to be four parts. Oh yeah, no. Because if we because if we think that Twilight is gonna take a long time, ooh, Harry Potter's got a ton more on you. Yeah and. The author is a lot more problematic, so that's that's its own episode. We're gonna talk about that. We don't stick. We don't stand turfs around here. Correct. Um. All right. Back to back to Twilight. So Um, yeah, but no, you cannot convince me that Twilight is basically somebody found Cedric's body and then decided to give him a new life, and the only magical power he got to keep was reading minds. You cannot tell me otherwise. Honestly, I've heard the fan fictions, I've read the theories, <laughs> and it all makes sense to me. From one problematic author to another. Let's go. Lego. Go off. Alright, back to Breaking Dawn. Um, yeah, so, that was a thing. That happened, she gets married, she has a kid. Oh my god! She no. got pregnant and died. You know what we need to talk about? Mm. Listen, that gym teacher from Mean Girls was right all along. Now get some rubbers. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody take some rubbers. Jesus. Oh Funny enough, that movie also involves an adult getting involved with a fucking teenager. Trying Patrick. <laughs> Coach Carr? Um, okay, no. Can we talk about just visually what Bella looked like when she was pregnant? Like, you know, that scene when she her hair's all greasy and she's sitting on the couch sipping out of that styrofoam cup. Oh, dude. Like, I oh. think that was, at that point it was the, um, yeah, no. Um, it was the dummy that they made of her, oh. and they just CGI'd her face on. Oof. 
Yeah, I, my favorite video is the video of Kristen Stewart like punching it. <laughs> I love. You it. know, it's another iconic Kristen Stewart moment. Mm. You nicknamed my daughter the Loch Ness Monster. Honestly, if that wasn't in the movie, I was going to riot. That was the only thing I really cared about was having that line in there. Cause I feel like every every movie just has like its one. Not my daughter, you bitch! Oh, I- <laughs> You want to talk about the roars of applause? Oh my god. Girl. Anyway, back to Twilight. Like, we, we, it's, oh. to, it's too easy to go to Harry Potter. Correct. Anyway. Um, but yeah. <sighs> but Breaking Dawn, honestly, I mean, from the book standpoint, why the fuck did Jacob have to have a part? Why? Honestly. Why? I When, so when I turned that page, and, and I, was, Jacob. I was like, what is this? I, I'm reading the wrong book. I'm so sorry. Honey, what is this? What's going on? What's, what's what is this? Stephanie, <laughs> I hate her so much. I mean, I get it, cause like for the last little bit of that storyline, she's unconscious. But yeah. also, if it weren't for that, we wouldn't know about the wolves. But you know, I think that if she was gonna do that in Breaking Dawn, she had so many opportunities to do that throughout the other books correct you know and it would have been even more interesting if we could have had you know edward sorry we could have had bella jacob and edward as well especially around the um eclipse time or even like also a new moon as well mm-hmm. maybe i could see jacob maybe not playing as bigger as big of a role in twilight but i understand that you know then we wouldn't because if edward had been given his time here obviously we probably wouldn't have gotten midnight sun true but she had already planned on writing midnight sun Mm -hmm. like that was that was already in the works right so i guess that's why she didn't intend on having his uh side of the story being put in because you know yeah well i think that we have talked too much too much way too much literally hours worth oh my gosh we but should just start reading it Hold oh on. On. i will definitely i'm definitely no. borrowing the books <laughs> courtney keep we gotta talking. wrap it up we no. gotta Hold up. keep talking oh my god okay so we have given all of our thoughts on all of the books and now let's talk about the other books that have been released as well here we Hold go on. here we go what yeah, i never given much thought to how I would die. Oh my god, alright. <laughs> alright, we're moving along. <laughs> alright. Midnight Sun. <laughs> this is going to be mainly a one-sided conversation yeah. about this, but mainly just to gauge your reaction to things. Okay. <clears throat> I will say that um, when when the books were coming out, my I believe it was Breaking Dawn did have like a little excerpt, or like yes. the first chapter. That is the only thing that I have read. And to my surprise, like what... 20 years later or however long it was like oh she's finally coming out with the book i'm like wait a minute well it's because she was so pissed no i know that um but yeah you tell me you tell me your thoughts on midnight sun (laughs) well first off i know it was kind of split down the middle of some people could get through it some people couldn't i personally could i thought it was an interesting take on the same story that we know Mm -hmm. um edward was not interested in bella all. really at all until the second he found out sh- he couldn't read her thoughts then all of a sudden he was interested yeah she just the new girl in town yeah he was like i don't know why 
all these guys are obsessed with this girl. Like, she looks frumpy. Like, <laughs> legit. Yo, what the fuck? Come he, on, he, Brand. He legit talks shit about her. That's so funny. And so, um, basically, it's the same story, except we find out more and more about the other characters, mainly the Cullens. We find out how Alice knew James. Mm-hmm. James felt for Alice the way Edward does for Bella. His, <gasps> her blood sang to him. So... A vampire, a vampire, Alice knew that James was coming for her, so she told one of her nurses, who happened to be a vampire, that this was happening, and he believed her, or he or she, I cannot remember the Mm. gender, but they took her and turned her to, because that was the only way to save her, from James, and so James literally, while, um, before Bella showed up to film his little video, he talked about how I let her get away you're, you're not gonna get away from me so the tea of it all and it actually um made alice want to go and learn more about what happened to her and who she was because she literally had no memory because of the shock therapy yeah um so she had no idea who she was at all oh my god mm, fun times i love her but <laughs> the biggest um the biggest thing that like made me angry to no end he decided to leave her in the hospital like he was going to leave you know like how he said i'm oh not my. gonna go anywhere yo what the fuck he already you, made the decision you fucking lie to my face like that what the fuck correct and the, you want to hear the worst what <laughs> sip the tea what is it he saw in alice's premonitions that she was going to have that mental breakdown he knew it was going to happen. He Bitch, knew. and you broke up with me. What the fuck? Legit. What he, the fuck? Because he... You can really see throughout Midnight Sun the amount of self-loathing Edward has. Oh, my God. Like, it's, it's I disgusting. Hate the I know. It's Get truly disgusting. <laughs> but he knows that she's going to have the mental breakdown that she has, that she's literally going to have to go to psychiatrists and shit, and that he still does it. It's ridiculous. I just, thoughts. yeah, no, I just like, I that really takes the whole like, oh, because like I was so Team Edward. I think it's I don't know if it was because I was just Team Edward for the sake of being Team Edward, or maybe I was Team Edward because I just hated Jacob and what he did. Mm-hmm. But now, like that, just like solidifies my point that everybody here is fucking toxic. I hate yeah. everybody except for Seth. Except for baby Seth. Seth is the only unproblematic character. Only oh, wait. Pro- and Leah. Yeah. Seth and Leah. The Clearwaters. The Clearwaters yes, are the only ones. the only ones that I like. Golly. And then now, we're going to shut that baby up yeah. for a second. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I can talk to you about life and death. What is life and death? Oh. What is that? That is that is her own can of worms. It is a gender-bent version of Twilight to prove that Twilight is not misogynistic. Stephanie literally wrote it to prove that it would be the same if the genders were switched. So wait, so is Bella going to be the vampire? And no, 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 no. Edith <clears throat> is still the vampire. <coughs> Hold up. Oh my God. And Bo. Now, spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. My mom's calling. I gotta go home. Spoiler <laughs> alert here if you were interested in reading this dumpster fire. 
Um, it is not the same. When they get to the ballet studio, Bo gets turned. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this already out? Yes. What? This has been out for years. Are you serious? I'm Yo, serious. I'm driving to Barnes and Noble right now. What the I, fuck? I don't think I don't think it's in um, circulation right now. Because it's the same with the Illustrated Guide. Everything's getting redone to get the new skins, remember? Oh. Yes, and they're so okay. ugly. I'll get the baby. Okay, get that baby. Um, Keep talking, though. Yeah, my thoughts. Um, Why? Number one, why do we need that? And number two, I just... I think Stephanie has just gotten a lot of hate. Rightfully so. Over the... That's a baby. I know there's a baby. Give me this baby. Oh, shit. If you hear some heavy breathing, forgive him. No, just sit down. Come on. Just sit down. That's <laughs> literally how... how no, I just think I that, that I think that Stephanie has gotten a lot of hate over the years, rightfully so. And I think this is her way of, like, trying to, like... I think she's playing into, like, the relevancy of Twilight now. And that's why she's even bothering to do this. I don't think that it's because she actually cares... Oh, it's about, about money. Oh, 100%. Like, she is, like, set for life as far as money goes, but she's just greedy and she wants more. Oh, and then, of course, there's the new book coming out that focuses on uh, Rent and <laughs> Leah, which, by the way... And Leah? Leah, yes. The fact that Stephanie Meyer is going to write about the perspective of a POC character, I don't know how I feel about that. Personally speaking, I just <sighs> oh my god! It's just like as as a fellow Aeoli, um, I don't see how she could possibly even begin to understand because I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's it's definitely one of those like know your place kind of things. Correct, and it's already bad enough that she again, like we talked about earlier with um, New Moon, with all of the exploitation and changing of the history of you know these people that like (laughs) to then take it a step further to then put yourself in the shoes of one is i think so disrespectful and so inappropriate and Mm -hmm. like if you're gonna do if if you want to talk about different characters that's totally fine but also know your place and like uh, it's just uh. but yes apparently this story takes place about 10 years after breaking dawn jesus christ so, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Correct. But from the little snippet that she released, yeah, um, it was uh, Rasputin with <laughs> with the Volturi. Oh she was with the Volturi, and the Volturi were like, "How's mom and dad?" And then she was thinking about, "Oh my gosh, he can touch me, my hand, and he can know that they're off in this area trying to save the person they're trying to find or whatever." And all she kept thinking about was, "Just protect my Jacob." And I'm like, Ugh. "What the fuck? I'm gonna regurgitate my lunch. That's what I'm gonna do." <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. But yes. Um, but I think that is a good segue for mm. regurgitating things. Mm. Let's talk about when we regurgitated all of this back in the summertime for the Twilight Renaissance. So, um, it was what July when this all happened? No, it it started. Oh, no, no. It started in like May when Netflix announced that they were going to be putting, um, 
on July 16th. I remember the date. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they said on July 16th, all five Twilight movies are going to be on Netflix. And I legit told everybody at work, I was like, oh my God, Twilight. And they're like, why the fuck do you care about that? And I'm like, shut up. Yes. You know, it, it, like, became a thing where, like, it was, like, all over TikTok, pretty much on all social media, yeah. but I think primarily TikTok because I think Gen Z found out about Twilight and, like, the fucking psychoticness that it is, and mm-hmm. they fucking ran with it. Oh, yeah. Um, I even saw, um, a lot of videos, because I follow a lot of, um, like, fashion people on TikTok, but there was, like, a resurgence of the... I guess uh, Bella Swan slash Elena Gilbert from the Vampire Diaries, like fashion, where it was very like, oh, I'm definitely from like the, like up in the north or whatever, very like autumnal colors and all that. I'm like, which was weird because all of this shit started happening in the summertime, but you know, whatever. So, <laughs> gotta get ahead of the curve. Correct. Um, and the memes, the fucking memes of it all, and the, where, Bella, where the hell are where the hell have you been, Loka? I can't, can't. I can never get over tit soak and how many people have actually gotten it tattooed on their bodies. <laughs> I kind of want to join them. Absolutely not. I can't, I want to get the how you like on the ring, girl. <laughs> I want that one. I want that one. I love that. Cause, cause nobody does that one. Everybody does. This is the skin of a killer. Or oh. where the hell have you been, Loka? It's always um, where the hell have you been, Loka? But never how you like on the ring, girl. Like shit. Oh gosh, it's so. Or, or, hey, Bella, look, it's a worm. Look, it's a worm. It's a worm. It's a worm. Oh, my fucking God. God. I was smashing shit okay, out of him. That's, not to go back real quick, but real quick, the accuracy in the depiction of high school boys. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. accurate. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. That's that's one point for them. All right. That's cool. Because um, it was. Um, <laughs> but, yes, so the Renaissance. Oh, Jesus but yes, I think it honestly all started with Midnight Sun. When Midnight Sun was released, everybody was talking about it, yeah. which made everybody reread it. And then Netflix was like, hey, there's a bump here. We can get those rights real quick. Let's go. Oh, for sure. And then it exploded. See, it exploded. Can I? Okay, I'm not going to lie. Can I borrow the books when I leave here? Because <laughs> I legit want to reread them. Sure. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. I saw them all in the bookshelf. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I like donated mine to Goodwill when I was like, I don't know, like a junior. Like, ugh, I can't believe I liked this. Oh my god. I still have my box set from when the last book came oh. out. I decided to buy the box set. Which I hate now because it doesn't include Midnight Sun and ugh, it's ruined. Right. Ew. Wow, but now I'm also going to look up the the gender bound one. What is it called again? Life and Death. Life and <laughs> Motherfucking Death. Honestly, just mm. go onto Twilight Talks TikTok. Yeah. She goes over it multiple times and goes into detail and everything about everything they changed. Because the whole point was that so Stephanie didn't change anything. It's the same story to prove that it's not misogynistic. But spoiler alert, it was. Okay, something that I want to talk about really quickly, and I don't see a lot of people talking about this a whole lot, is why exactly were these books named after different, like, I don't know, phases of the moon and like, like you know, like oh, that whole Twilight knew, like all of that theming. I never knew. And I know people have talked about it, but like, I just haven't heard too much about it. And like, oh, I'm goodness. very curious. I know like, I, I had heard that like, she named it Twilight because 
Edward, like Edward's favorite time was, was Twilight because that was like the best time for them to hunt or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I'm not yeah, sure why that's... everything else. Oh no! And then I think it was um, Eclipse was named because Edward is like her moon, but then it's being blocked out by the sun, like by Jacob. You know, because like the whole love triangle thing. Yeah. And then I couldn't tell you about anything else. Honestly, if anyone knows, let me know. <laughs> Yeah, no. The only one I know about is Twilight, and then yeah. there's Forever Dawn, because there wasn't supposed to be a new moon, there wasn't supposed to be an eclipse, there wasn't supposed to be a love triangle. Especially Ooh. with the character that she named after her brother. <coughs> Jesus. That is disgusting. There was that, none of that was supposed to happen, but I digress. Ugh. I don't... They probably I, I were just trying to it. keep it in theme. Correct. I mean, it's the same with the... Um, the cover arts of the books. The only ones with meaning are um, Twilight and Breaking Dawn. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess you could say something for Eclipse, but nah. Yeah. And then the pomegranate for Midnight Sun. It's like, oh my gosh, like some Hades and Persephone vibes. Get Ooh. out. You wish you were. Bitch. You wish. You bitch, you thought. Ooh. All right. So that leads me into, I guess, the well, actually, before we get into the last point that I wanted to talk about, um, I want to talk about the, the teams. Oh. So, where were you back in the day, and where are you now? Team Edward. It was even on the back of my Zoom. Age myself. <laughs> no, I literally had a sticker. And I it had that. the Eclipse ribbon on I it. I had a Team Edward t- shirt. Saved, so did yeah. I. I did have that. So, that was back in the day. Where are you now? Oh, God, now I... (laughs) There's a lot of teams. No, I know there's a lot of teams, but honestly, all of them are so problematic. But if we're going based purely off looks, Team Charlie. (laughs) Team Charlie. But listen, Charlie went through a lot in the books. He did. However, there's no excuse for allowing somebody to sexually assault your daughter. No, of course. No, obviously, obviously, no excuse. Um, but even before that happening, like with all of the events of Twilight, of like Bella running away, and bitch, you went to Italy. The fuck, mm. bitch, you would have been grounded for years. Didn't he say that in the movies? You're grounded forever. Forever. Yeah, <laughs> literally goes out the like, next day. Mm-hmm. But um, yes. So. so for me, I was I was um, Team Edward. But again, like how I said earlier, looking back on it, was I Team Edward because I liked Edward, or did I like him just because I hated Jacob? I you liked, know what I mean? I, I was definitely Team Edward. Okay. Like, he was like my idyllic man, which is why all these years later, I thank Robert, thank you Robert, for portraying him in his actual light, because in my head was very different from what Robert portrayed. And Robert portrayed the actuality yeah. of what Edward was versus my idealized version. And it helped break that um, grooming for me. Mm. I'm going to say that I'm Team Alice because I just, I love Alice. And, like, when you think, like, the amount of times that, like, it's sort of, like, oh, I don't know if I'm, like, stretching too much. But, like, there's a lot of times where I feel like it's implied that, like, Bella and Alice should have yeah, been. some good. bi-wife energy? Oh, no, yes. I was hoping you'd You know, say and, that. like, all of the things of, like, you know, this happened. And, like, in the books are, like, Bella, like, immediately thought of Alice. Or, like, all of these things, like, that Alice does for her. I just, mm-hmm. I need some gay energy up in here. Oh, legit. Kristen brought it. Thank God. Yes. Like, legit, her, like, pointing at the boobs for Jessica. Being like, your tits look nice. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's just like, yeah, I know. 
And then, of course, in Eclipse, or no, New Moon, excuse me. In New Moon, when she sees Alice, and, like, the yeah. love Kristen gives her, yeah. oh my god, I'm like, you telling me there's not some little gay tension going Correct. on? You're a liar. There is one thing that I that I do want to talk about really quickly before, I know I, I, we keep, there's so much to talk about for Twilight. Oh, for sure. Can we just talk about, for a minute, the studio, like, or the directors or whatever, wanting to capitalize on the popularity of Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Lauren was completely caught out of the movies. Lauren is oh, another... Oh, don't even. Is a, she's a... She's a bitch. Correct. Um, even more and, of a bitch in Midnight Sun. Yeah. And Jessica was not not was not supposed to be the um, valedictorian. Okay, you get baby. Hey. You get baby. Um, uh, she wasn't supposed to be the valedictorian. I believe it was supposed to be Eric. No. Eric or Angela. I can't remember. I can't remember. I know, yeah. But they want... Oh, and that whole, like, toast that they had... Um, oh, yeah. At, at the, the wedding. Go to sleep. Oh, my God. My love. Jesus. Oh, cringe. But, yeah, no, just want, having them wanting to, like, capitalize on the popularity of Anna Kendrick was just, like... I'm like, you know what? It was there. You should have gone for it. It's fine. I mean, I don't blame them. Exactly. So, the last thing that I want to talk about is... Mm. Your thoughts on Twilight now. Where do you stand with it? Oh, God. <sighs> so, I know. There, it's very... It's, it's, all, it's all very problematic. Oh, yes. It's it's cringy, but nostalgic. Yes. Like, yeah. I think that's honestly the only reason I still care about it. Is also because whether she intended to or not, she actually wrote pretty interesting characters, even though she focused on fucking Bubble Girl and yeah. Rita Boy. <laughs> Um, and then cannot forget Rasputin. Ra, ra, Rasputin. <laughs> yeah, so she wants that. to focus on the most boring characters that she created. Like, she literally, ugh, I can't. It's honestly a lot of fun to, like, create storylines. Like, I've heard about this storyline where someone said, um, Leah turns out to be trans. Oh. Yes. Because in for, for their storyline, women don't become... Um, wolves. Oh. So, Ooh, excuse me. it could turn out that the entire time Leah was actually a man. Interesting. So, I just love what the fans are doing. They're literally taking this story from this Mormon woman, yeah. Mormon housewife, yep. and making it better, making it for the community. And we just all, like, poke fun at it, but we still love the, like, basic storyline of it. Yeah. So. <sighs> So much to digest. And I think just the two cents that I'll add to that is, yes, there's definitely, like, a nostalgic factor of it where, because these movies came out, you know, like, almost 20 years ago. Well, I know. 15? 15. I don't know. I think I just like to round up, I guess. But yeah, it's been, what? I can't believe we never said it. What? The fucking soundtracks. Yo! Yo! Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Okay. Excuse me. Muse Wait. everywhere. Muse, Paramore, Linkin Park mm. on that first album. Oh my gosh. All of them. Oh my god. Oh, what's the... Oh, there's a song that's like... I don't remember. Oh my god, I don't remember. I think it was on New Moon or something. It was like... Something about like an eclipse... Oh, okay. Hold on. I gotta look it up. But you... <laughs> hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. Super Missive Black Hole? No, of course not. That iconic baseball, baseball scene. Uh, let me see. I'm looking up Super Missive. I know. Oh my goodness. Um, I think it's the new moon, I believe. There we go. I still it, love... It, Meet Me on the Equinox by Death Cab for Cutie. 
they oh did my. not have to go that hard. No, they didn't. But also, I have not heard the term death cab for cutie in fucking oh years. My God. <laughs> oh my God. You just brought back I'm, a wave. I'm showing my age now. Ooh. I love that. Jesus. Next, you're going to start playing some Never Shout Never, girl. I was just <laughs> talking about that at work the other day. Oh. Oh I gosh. loved me some Never Shop Never. I, I'm gonna play some as soon as we're done. Yes. Here. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that reminds me of this guy I used to talk to in like high school. Oh. You know, he was a fuck boy. Still love me some fuck boys. Correct. Listen, they're good for fucking, not for marrying. <laughs> mm. Um. So yeah. So I think we've talked pretty at length um, about Twilight, everything. Wow, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Oh, I got yes. he- I got here at 10 a.m. It is now almost 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. We've had to take a lot of breaks because this one right here. Because of baby. The do, you baby. Think, do you think we covered everything, baby? <laughs> the heavy yes. breathing says yes. All right. We're going to wrap this section up right now. All right. So that is going to do it for today's episode of the So Like, Let's Talk About It podcast. I really want to thank Courtney for being on. I also want to thank everyone that has been listening and supporting me throughout this whole journey. I really do love you guys and I appreciate you so much. Um, Like I said earlier, I will have all of our information and everything in the show notes so you guys can give us a follow, say hi to Courtney, all that stuff. So until next time, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, friends. (music) Thank <music> you.